systems are offline. Like, hey man, I caught your show last week, man. You was dope, bro. Let me drop some knowledge on you, partner. No. Because I don't trust that you studied. I, I, I like some of you with Brett Riley. We're, we're, we're honesty. We're honesty is the best policy on Dash Talk X. Welcome to I Like Some of You with Brett Riley on Dash Radio Dash Talk X. You can also find the podcast on Spotify and Anchor FM. Um, the show is called I Like Some of You. And that's because this show is for you to relax, let that tension out of your shoulders. And realize that you don't have to like everything. You don't have to like everyone. And you need to stop feeling bad about the judgment and the things that are that pop into your head. You're not a bad person if you notice that certain people's behaviors bother you, especially in the current world that we live in. Right now, our brains, I mean, our bodies are under attack from a virus during a pandemic, but our minds are being attacked right now by a slew of psychological warfare. Uh, the fact is the media is just having a blast with this pandemic, man. Saying the One minute they're saying the coronavirus is hitting hardest where the Democrats live, and then the next article or the segment on the news will be about how the numbers are higher in counties and states that voted for Donald Trump. And this complete detachment from decency, honesty, or any sense of community is, is causing otherwise healthy Americans to feel sick and worn down from the stress of observing people that have been close to them to act and speak in ways that they wouldn't tolerate from strangers. Uh, I just really hope that everybody out there is holding strong, taking care of their families, taking care of the ones that are closest to you, but also hopefully uh, there is some sense of community where you have, oh, I learned a new term uh, hopefully maybe this is an idea that could help some people. My wife and I have been going a little crazy because I've been quarantined now. It'll be 80 days for most people in California on Sunday. It'll be 80 days that most people will have been, um, in these, <clears throat> this new lockdown life and stuff, uh, social distancing, uh, only going to the store for food. You know what I mean? Only leaving the house for necessities. And uh, my new term that I've learned was quarantine. You got to find yourself people to be a part of your quarantine. I like that. Yeah. And that this is, sense. of course, of course, always helping me out uh, during I Like Some of You with Brett Riley. Wouldn't happen without my producer, Q. What's up, Q? You good today? What up, Mr. Riley? How you doing, boss man? I'm all right, dude. I'm just... Uh, just bored, and more more importantly, I'm just kind of. I mean, with it being Memorial Day, honestly, Memorial Memorial Day weekend was this weekend. Yesterday was Memorial Day. Uh, much love and shout out and respect to all of the soldiers that have that have fallen and given their lives for our freedom and in the fight to uh, maintain this American dream and this uh, life that we all want to strive for. Um, but I, but also, um, I'm upset. I'll admit it because more than more people have just died, uh, in this pandemic, a hundred thousand, it's right around a hundred thousand than fallen soldiers in Vietnam and nine 11 and all of these people that have the nerve to proclaim, never forget. 
I'm just, I'm just beyond fed up with the selective honor, the selective decency, the selective freedom, the selective grace, the selective patriotism. There's just so many confident morons. Like, people get real righteous about their beliefs and stuff, but then will ignore things that uh, is something that we could really work together to try and make better. And that would be, I just, I'm really, it just bothers me that they've politicized and the propaganda has worked so bad that it's really spun this country into a, uh, something even more dangerous than the pandemic. Um, I will admit, having everybody locked down, I've been reading a lot of articles uh, from doctors. 600 doctors did send out, a, they agreed on a, a unified front to, to, t to tell the government that these lockdowns are just, are actually really, really dangerous, just as dangerous actually as the, as the uh, viral pandemic, because, um, you know, reports of child abuse reports of child sexual abuse reports of, like people suicides have gone up um people aren't going to the hospital because of they're scared of catching COVID 19 so people are not going to the hospital when they're having minor heart attacks people are having strokes you know people are dying at home because they're too scared to go to the hospitals uh or to the clinics right now in fear that they would come into contact with somebody with the virus uh it is it is, uh, it is, that, that stuff is real. That stuff is scary, but the manifested and made up stuff is what's really bothering me right now. Like the fact that the president has made it political wearing a mask, like that wearing a mask makes you weak. Uh, wearing a, a mask makes you emasculate. You know what I mean? Like, like it's, um, whatever, you know what I mean? It's just, uh, but what drives me nuts about Donald Trump is he's the least masculine man on the, like the, like we've had a gay president before and Trump is way is definitely the least masculine man that we've ever had. I, like Martin Van Buren was a gay president. Um, um, yeah. Had yeah no, I mean, people had, didn't, talk, had people no didn't talk about it. Yeah. Um, there's just so much that's about our American life that is um, wonderful and how blessed we are. But then the psychological experiments that go on in our society with propaganda and getting on pe people on board with stuff that ha that doesn't serve them. Like Howard Stern coming out and saying, these people that are the most diehard for this president, the people that are the most diehard Trump supporters, Trump finds you disgusting. You know, he wouldn't let you in his properties. He wouldn't, you know, um, it's just really weird how, um, it's not weird. It really is bothering me. That's the only thing. Like, the show's called I Like Some of You, and people worry about alienating a, a possible audience and stuff. I'm not recruiting bad people. If you're somebody that's sympathetic to racism, if you're somebody that's sympathetic to 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 nonsensical aggression, if you're if you're a person that's sympathetic to taking you know, thinking that immigrants or any human being is less than, um, no, I don't, I don't care. I don't care about your opinion. I don't need your opinion. I don't think it brings anything to society and I don't think you help anybody. Uh, and, and that's what I mean. That's why this show is called. I like some of you. Uh, cause I just, <clears throat> it's just crazy to me, dude, stuff is, 
it's just it's just so crazy right now and i want <laughs> i mean i want to be uplifting uh i mean i guess sports is coming back it looks like june 8th the the universities and have said that uh all the sports for the coming season can come back like football basketball and all those people they can all come back and start training i'm i'm keeping my fingers crossed for that uh the owner yeah, but- of the of the, uh, I want to say it was the Dolphins. I'll, I'll find out. But uh, NFL is, is certainly looking at ways to open the season so that they don't have to cancel it, uh, even if that means uh, zero in attendance. Zero in attendance, which the thing is, is they're hemorrhaging so much money. Everybody's losing so much money. <clears throat> and it's all coming down. To, but that's what I'm saying. And I've been saying this on this show for all these episodes prior to this one, it's a stark reality that's showing us where our priorities are as a society. And it's really damning, you know, there's too much, like all of these people that are saying, uh, if you're scared, then don't go to the beach. If you're scared, don't go to restaurants. If you're scared, then stay inside. They, which basically means they aren't seeing the people that wait on them at stores the people that stock the shelves, the people that work these uh, minimum wage jobs in the service industry, they don't, it's showing that they don't see these people as people. They see them as people that are there to serve them. Like the people that are protesting are the people that were absolutely against um, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed and the NFL players kneeling because it was just disgusting but they feel like their liberty and, and freedom is being is being infringed upon because they can't they, they have to wear a mask in Costco. And that's the thing, man. I'm not gonna rush out and start doing stand-up comedy again for clientele that are the kind of people that are arrogant enough and entitled enough to go rush back out in the public during a pandemic. I'm not gonna do it. I don't I don't I don't wanna entertain I don't feel like entertaining those people. The show is called I Like Some of You. This is the show. This is what I'm going to focus my energy on so that I can at least <clears throat> have a platform to talk. Hopefully, we have a little bit of laughs. We usually do. Today, I will admit I'm a little hyped just because I I can't believe how long I've been cooped up. How many days you said? It was uh... It's over 80 for me. Over 80? Yeah. I'm also just kind of like this, this, my motion, like, like these are the thoughts I'm writing down at night. We have to stop the constant notion that we have to set that we must in quotation marks, must settle for things that are less than ideal when it comes to politics, business partners, friends, intimate partners, everything like right now, what they're doing with Joe Biden. I mean, yes, he's twice as nothing, dude, a pile of shit could is is more appealing than Donald Trump. But like it doesn't make any sense that they're pushing Biden on us like this. Like Biden is not he's not he's not clever. He's he's annoying cuz he's one of those older white guys that like wants to say he's a tough guy. He's never been a fucking tough guy. He's been a politician forever. He's not a tough guy. He's one of those guys that'll be like, you know, like in his rallies and stuff when people call him full of shit like he 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 stepped up to a to a worker in a factory and said, "You're full of shit." 
to the worker and got up in his he he's that kind of a guy that'll he's the kind of guy that'll grip your hand and squeeze it real hard like that's an equivalent to that he could physically dominate you which he's just a he's just a dumb he's just a dumb he's just a dumb old cracker like with him he is biden is a dumb old cracker like we know that trump is a white supremacist piece of shit but we're basically you remember okay like so south park back in the day when it was john Kerry versus george w bush I remember they, that. They, yeah. they made the joke about, well, who are you voting for? The douche sandwich, the, 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 the douche or the shit sandwich? Which one are you voting for? And this time we get to choose whether or not we vote for a white supremacist, rapist, criminal, piece of shit, human, or if we want to vote for an old cracker that just doesn't get it. Biden doesn't get it. He's just an old cracker. Any white old man that could go on a on on hot to go in an interview with Charlemagne the God and say, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. If black, you'd rather oh. vote for Trump than me, you ain't black. But the fuck, the thing is, is the way the media is spinning it, like, like, like Biden's a racist. First of all, he already proved that how many different levels and echelons higher a quality of human he is than Trump just for the simple fact that he fucking apologized. You find yeah, me a yeah. take. You find me a tape of that piece of shit, that bloated pile of shit Trump ever <laughs> apologizing. He doesn't because he's the least manliest person we've had in the office of president. He's not manly. He whines incessantly. He attacks women. He never attacks like men. Like, you know what I mean? He doesn't attack men the same way that he attacks women. He's a complete coward he's run from women multiple time during press conferences during this pandemic because he can't answer questions from women especially women of color did you hear the bloodline crap that he said when he was at the ford plant no 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 uh you break that down for me he praised henry ford's bloodlines and made a comment about henry good bloodlines of henry ford that was a eugenicist racist bullshit that's what he shows what he believes henry ford funded the fucking Nazis. Henry Ford, Henry Ford was given the Iron Cross, which is the highest honor that the Nazis gave their gave citizens and they gave it to Henry Ford. This country was built on some dark shit. I didn't share this because my wife told me not to the other day, but I fucking posted I this is what I this is what my thoughts were and they are almost every year on Memorial Day. Just trying to keep my two kids and my wife safe in an America that is embroiled in massive corruption, stupid stupidity, inequality, revisionist reality, and a viral pandemic that somehow has become a think piece for our least intelligent people to debate. With every day that goes by, my tolerance for anything outside of my family I've created with my wife is non-existent. But please remember this weekend that people died so that we have the freedom to live in this broken capitalist propaganda experiment that was started off of the backs of native genocide and slavery. Cheers. See, that was wordy. It's wordy as hell, but let me break down what I just said. Yeah, do that. This whole shit was broke. This whole shit was built off us coming here, killing the motherfuckers that already lived here. And then going other places and enslaving people to bring them here to build this place on other people's land. Nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody loves history. 
especially white people. They like to like Trump and those guys' history is we came to a savage land and we and we brought we brought the industry and we brought the civiliz the civilizedness and we brought the guns so we could Yeah. Dude History is what do they say? History is written by those who have won. Yeah, and by the way, uh Barr, the attorney general that has doing that's doing Trump's bidding, when he was being interviewed he said, well, <laughs> history's written by the winners. These people are fucking villains, dude. Like, just... And, the dude, I also said... <laughs> can we can we change the names of the political parties? Can we start calling... Uh, can we start calling Republicans typhoid dipshits? Because they think the pandemic's a host. So we'll just call them typhoid dipshits. And we'll call the Democrats hollow threats. Those will be the new names. <laughs> Those will be the new names of the of the of the political parties. Typhoid well, that's, that's, dipshits, that's definitely accurate. Typhoid dipshits and hollow threats. The Democrats are hollow threats. I'm sure, like most people, you all saw the the Lake of the Ozarks videos and the Houston videos and the all over the country videos. I love it how white and. I love it how white people think that they're being under siege, but militarized police don't come in to break down your your goddamn block party. It's real bad right now. Psychological warfare, societal war, it's class warfare right now. And it and it really is and the psychological like they this is what they've done always. They're not like they didn't if they didn't want to like they break up union if they didn't think unions worked and helped make things better, they wouldn't spend billions of dollars to try and break them up. Like the way business should work in a free society is that the, the workers should all get together and vote if they think it's safe for us to get back to work. But that's not it. It's basically you either go back to work. Like the only reason they're opening stuff up is because the Republicans are pissed off that people would can live more comfortably off of unemployment than they can off of the bullshit pay that they were getting paid. And that pisses the Republicans off. So, I don't know. If you're a poor person that's a Republican, you're just a fucking moron. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you're a poor person that's a Republican, you're a fucking idiot. But also, if you think that the, the Democrats are taking care of you or they're any kind of obstruction to to what the republicans are trying to do you're high they're just put there to make it look like there's some obstruction pelosi when I, when questioned and stuff she said he's self-impeaching uh, actually you pieces of shit could have handled it the right way and actually gotten him impeached but you you screwed the pooch on that it's not like there was that the, what they brought the articles of impeachment on was the only thing they could have brought on him i mean it's just crazy dude but uh Comedy, okay, so comedy clubs are opening back up. Did you see this chick, Amy Cooper, for Franklin Templeton Investments in yeah. New York? That was that shit, dude. This that's what I mean. It's psychological warfare. The good news is we actually have ways to get footage of this shit now. It's not like this shit's any different. It's not like racism has gotten worse. It's just we have cameras now. And they get caught. And by the way, think of what would have happened if that guy didn't have a camera. Let's 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 break it down for our listeners just 
to yeah, uh, it's a radio it, show. It, 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 it just, yeah. They're, they're not familiar with it, right? So a white woman who called police on a black man in Central Park during an, during an encounter involving her unleashed dog has been fired from her job, like you said. Yeah, he started uh, taping immediately because all he did was ask her. It was a part of Central Park where your dogs need to be leashed, and her dog was off the leash, and he yep. said, ma'am, could you please leash your dog? And she's got the mask on, and she leashes the dog, and he starts taping immediately because she calls the police and says, I'm going to tell the police that an African-American man is threatening my life. And she's saying it. Like, yeah. she knows, I'm going to tell the police that an African-American man is threatening my life. She says African-American man because she's the perfect example of why these quote-unquote Karens are so dangerous is they know what they're doing. They're professional victims, and they're professionally active in this um, in, in, in perpetrating this, this make-believe threat of 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 the black skin you know what i mean and uh so she says i'm going to tell them and the whole, the whole time by the way while she leashes her dog she's choking her dog she's literally hanging her dog off of the ground in the video the dog is choking while she's threatening this black guy and he's just taping the whole time so so a couple things real quick just just to kind of jump in so one, I understand that she returned the dog because she adopted the dog from some organization. And yeah, has, she'd adopted uh, it recently. So the adoption place called her and said, you need to return the dog. Yeah. And then two, yeah. shout out to the company that, that fired her. Yeah, Franklin Pimpleton uh, Investments fired her. She was like a VP. In, in a Twitter, they said, following our internal uh, review of the incident in Central Park yesterday, we made the decision to, de uh, to terminate the employee involved effective immediately. We do not tolerate racism of any kind at Franklin Templeton. So good on them. Yeah, good on them. And I don't feel bad about anybody. If you're a racist and you get fired, you aren't being mistreated. If you get your ass kicked in for using the N-word and, 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 and deciding to run up on people that you don't know, you decide to run up on strangers and try and act like you're some kind of authority and you get your ass kicked in or your head dented, that's on you. I don't ever feel bad. I'm a Chiefs fan. We lost Kareem Hunt because he swing and a miss, tried to he pushed a girl down and and tried to kick her in the head, but he missed because she called him the N-word for 45 minutes outside of his apartment. And we and the Chiefs lost Kareem Hunt because he got suspended in the NFL because of that. But th they didn't want to talk about that. Nobody wanted to hear about that. Like how long? Like like I don't care. I have different opinions about this. If you're, you know what you know what you're doing. If you're a white person and you're doing that stuff, I don't care. You know what you're doing, especially if you're gonna like. I'm gonna call the cops and say that my life is being threatened. Yeah, no, nope. you deserve any and every piece of karma that comes your way. It's it's uh. I'm also really. It's just really sad. There's like this propaganda and uh, this political divide has really split um, the entertainment world too. There's a lot of people in the comedy world right now that are driving me nuts because they're pandering to that, uh, to the other side, like to, they're, they're pandering. There's, there's money, there's money in like pandering and tap dancing for these conservative, mildly racist, like, you know, upstanding racists. Like there's money in, in, in tap dancing for upstanding racists. We don't like being called a racist.
<laughs> do, do I collect Nazi memorabilia? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I do. Maybe I do collect Nazi memorabilia, but I'm not a racist. <laughs> These people are, dude. I, I just, you are what you are. Own it. I'm tired of this, like, racists acting like they're being mistreated. Like these people with the AR-15s and all this stuff. Oh, and also that that that's so funny to me, the whole, I don't need to wear a mask. I ain't scared of the virus. Got the, the, the blood of Christ has me covered. Mm. But, oh, but you need a gun to protect your family? Okay, cool. Does God not know your address? Does God not know where you live? Okay. I just don't, I don't put up with it. That's why my show is called I Like Some of You. I don't like that shit. I'm not going to put up with that shit. My kids and my wife, my kids are going to be raised. You don't have to put up with that shit. If somebody lets you know that they're an ignorant, racist, Cro-Magnon cave person, you don't have to. You don't have to. Just talk, call daddy. Call daddy and go, hey, daddy, I'm in trouble at school because the teacher said that I need to learn respect because I commented that what they were saying was inaccurate or racist or whatever and if my kids are correct i'm gonna check you <laughs> i'm going to like it's not like i don't understand why we've tiptoed with the, the fact that they tiptoe around um these people because they're scared of them because they know that they're volatile we've tiptoed around them for years like are you guys really worried I want to like I would I want somebody to send me an email like if you're really worried if like a civil war broke out if you really think these toothless armed to the teeth muppets are going to triumph over us because I got news for you dude throughout history they've gotten their asses kicked and they have to crawl back in their cave civil war losers nazis losers like dude eventually the greater good does come does rise to the top it does win live with compassion live 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 life and be be positive but don't take don't tiptoe around these people they're historical losers mm. like anybody that has to show up with an ar15 is not a tough person you're not tough i'm an i'm a i'm a i'm a great shot i go to the range but I'm not flexing on anybody with, with guns. I'm also not even flexing on you like I'll beat your ass in public. You don't you don't get to be a part of my story. That's what I want more people to feel like. Don't fall victim to the aggression. Anything that you fight, you make a part of your story. Mm. I've been told since I was a kid that I was arrogant, that I was cocky. I was like, I'm not cocky. I'm just better than you at most things. <laughs> Like, just be that's not cocky at all, huh? I don't know how I don't know how that could have been mistaken as cocky. I don't know how that could be mistaken as cocky, but I would tell people all the time when people are like you're arrogant, you're cocky. I was like, I'm not cocky or arrogant. I'm just better at this shit than you. <laughs> like, don't you don't have to change yourself if you if you know you carry yourself the right way, if you know that you have true love in your friendships in your intimate relationships with your children, with your family, focus on that. Don't allow yourself to do what I do, which is I do. I know I sound like somebody that's very spun out and, and stressed out about bad behaviors in the world. And I am, but luckily 
I can read at the end of the day, I could take a deep breath and focus on the good fortune that I have. Cause I've worked on my wife, my relationship with my kids, my relationship with my family. But that's what I want more people to feel is instead of fighting these people, like I am the kind of guy that will leave a bar. If a big, like muscle bound nutbag, white trash, redneck piece of shit comes up with arms the size of my legs. And he's like, I'm going to beat your ass. You think you're funny? I'll go, Hey, this is obviously your bar, bro. I'll leave. I'm out. I'm out. But I, you know, because if I have the choice, I'm not going to have any pieces of shit like that be a part of my story. Like if anything you engage, anyone you engage with, it doesn't matter if you win. You know what I mean? Everybody you fight with, like that, like everybody you argue with online, they're going to come back. So they're going to start watching all your shit so they can come and post. I just delete people's posts. We don't need to debate. This is my this is my platform. I didn't go on your page and say shit because guess what? Nobody goes to your page. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> you came to my page to try and talk some shit. I'm a stand-up comic. I'm not going to give you the power. I've worked years and years and years and years and years to get to the point where I can have a platform and have my way to work. I'm not just going to let you're it. Battle, you're, you're, you're battle tested, bro. I'm battle like, tested. I'm not going to let every clown shoe that you don't just get to the jump to the UFC. You go, you go fuck around with the people in your little bullshit in the little bullshit arenas that you can get yourself into. Cause you can't get into the arenas that I'm in. That's exactly where I'm at with people. I'm not going to debate with somebody that couldn't, couldn't get on the card. I'm not going to, if I'm Conor McGregor, I'm not going to get into a bar fight. You know what I mean? Even though he did, he did fuck up and punch that old guy. <laughs> he yeah, did he did. Punch that old dude. He, you know, he pumped, punched. A, I heard he punched a mobster, and then he had to like do a huge payout. Otherwise, they were gonna they were gonna take him out for his disrespect. So he had to he had to pay a he had to pay a penance. Wow. I mean, Ireland's little man. Like, there's not much place to hide. You know. Which is what yeah, I mean. and, 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 and it's not like uh, he can be inconspicuous and just fly under the radar. He's Connor freaking McGregor, bro. Oh yeah, no, and that's um, I don't ever want to be a person with a target on my back either. Which is why I've waited for years and years and years to do finally do this show. I had to wait until I had two kids and a wife. I had to wait until I'd been with my wife for fifteen years for her to be comfortable with me talking all this shit. <laughs> Because seriously, back when I was doing my jokes, like what, my dad used to think that I was going to get in trouble. The time that I did jokes when my dad was with me and Drake and Drake's dad and a bunch of and a couple rappers were at the Laugh Factory and I made jokes about all of them. And they're just jokes. But my dad really thought that somebody could pop around a corner and and, and, and take me out like for real. And was he, he, was, he was he was worried, huh? Yeah, my dad was really worried. He was like, you should be careful. And when I say stuff about when I've said stuff about Trump people and alt right people, he was like, "You should be careful. These people are nuts. You know, if they're if they carry an AR-15 into the Michigan Capitol building, you don't think they'd come and knock on your door?" I was like, "I don't think I'm that big of a threat." Uh, he's he's got a point though. You, you you obviously are able to see it from his point of view. Oh yeah, absolutely. I can see that. Yeah, I'm not trying, but I'm not a threat to anybody. I'm just talking. If somebody really, I mean, seriously, that's the thing I kind of like. I'm not that big of a dog yet, but pay attention. 
Pay attention, everyone. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's where my brain's at. I can't wait for you to blow up, bro, and start selling out arenas. Dude, I just want to perform live again. I don't care if it's a friggin' YMCA gym. I'm, I want to work. This is going to be a long time for me, man. Hey, you ever thought about doing uh, Zoom shows? I've been asked, okay, I've been asked to do a couple of them. I don't want to do, I'll be, this is going to sound, sh- this is going to sound really bad. I don't want to just do any show. Right. I don't. If it's a high end show, I heard, for instance, I heard that, um, actually, I didn't hear, I know, because I was on the email chain list, but uh, Chocolate Sundays realized that that live comedy is not going to come back for a while. And Chocolate Sundays is one of the best shows uh, at the Hollywood Laugh Factory. <clears throat> so when that one, you know, whenever I'm asked by them or whatever, or asked by, uh, yeah, I just don't want to just, yeah, I, I can't, like, honestly, I can't get up. I can't just get up for anything right now. Uh, it's hard to be funny, obviously. I haven't. I don't think I've seen anything funny at all today, and that's not, fair because it's I, I, am I, I, I mean you know what but let's let's just put it all all the cards on the table like yo 80 days bro 80 like, days we've been, we've been on lockdown for 80 days i don't even know what to, to... You, you have the right to be a little rusty you know when oh, it comes, like, I, I, I i i heard this uh interview with deal hugley he's they said are you gonna be rusty when you get back to uh to, on stage he's like yeah, yeah of course i'm gonna be rusty every comic is gonna be rusty. oh yeah there's not well what are we going to talk what do we have, have to talk about am i going to talk about my son how my son yesterday sat down he came running into the kitchen and goes dad i need a snack otherwise i'm gonna pee my pants and i go those two things are not tied together what are you talking about i go go to the bathroom and i'll get you a snack and he runs into the bathroom sits down on the toilet pees all over the bathroom i go dude why did what are you doing he goes i told you i needed a snack otherwise i was gonna pee my pants i was like those things are not tied together why did you sit down and then pee all over the bathroom he goes oh i forgot i had to pee not poop and i was like oh dude (laughs) so i cleaned up the restroom it's it's a learning opportunity Dude, he's four. She's seven. We they slept in the backyard in a tent last night. Yeah, how'd that go? They they I stayed up all night to be the um, security because when I got out of the tent, our floodlight that's a sensor light that we thought had stopped working months and months ago started to work. So they were blasted with bright light right at the tent and my wife was like okay you got out so you're just out it takes like 10 minutes for that thing to turn off so just go inside and so when it went off my wife basically was like i'll just stay out here with them and i anyway she she's a trooper anyway it was her idea though uh-huh so i was like okay yeah you can deal with that it is your that was your idea cuz daddy lived through a car wreck and sleeping on the hard ground is probably not the best. That's another thing, man. Dealing with, I've had being locked up. I've had way too much time to like analyze 
all my injuries and stuff because I have like full flexibility and stuff. I've been trying to start doing like minor workouts and I do my stretching every day. Dude, I have like pretty bad neuropathy. Like it's like tingly and I don't have full yeah, sensation on my left side where I got nailed in the car wreck. Oh. Yeah, so I feel like an old man. It hurts. I still have full flexibility though. But the, yeah, my my uh, my NBA career, my NFL career is done, dude. And it's sad. It's done, huh? It's, yeah, that's so. That is a shame. Yeah, I really thought I had something that I could give to a team out there, but uh. <laughs> oh, let's talk about this, man. So many people are getting divorced during this quarantine. Uh, I mean, I mean, we 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 talked about this though, Mister Riley. We are. You know, we we talked about. I mean, we we covered it. We it, it's not something that uh, we don't. We're not expecting that wasn't. Yeah, it's just that. Right? And and it's just sad. I just hope that my parents and other people's parents and I just hope people are just just try and stay safe because this is going to be bad, man. This is going to be bad, especially all these people that 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 just decided to pretend like this was over, like this pandemic is over. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I know I know we're jumping subjects, but I want to go back to the divorce rate. So more more on that. Like, where did you hear this from? Friends. I have friends that I'm talking to them and they just like real matter. A couple of friends from all over the country, man. Just real matter of fact, too. Yeah, we. uh, Yeah, we're going to we're we've decided to split. And I'm like, yo, what happened? Was like there a big blowout, blowout fight or. Was there this, or did they find somebody else, or da 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 da? No, it's always every single every single one of these friends and or people associates or people that I con you know keep in contact with. Every single one of them is basically yeah, we just we've grown apart, um, you know, and like how do you how have you grown apart? You guys are next to each other in an apartment during quarantine during a pandemic. Yeah, and, but I mean, uh, you you could you could totally see that you're spending uh, a significantly more time with your with your spouse or your life partner, yeah. and realizing that yo, these breaks, going to work and doing going to the gym and spending time apart, was probably not a good thing for us because we've we've grown apart now. You know, or you or you're you're realizing that this person is super annoying. And you can't get over it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and people are realizing that stuff. My, I don't know how. My wife and I got into, <clears throat> I would say, 30 days in. My wife and I really did. We had it out. We had it full on. Oh, if this is how, you, if this is how you're determined to be, then we, and we just got into it. And it was nasty. And it was gnarly. But we made it through. And now, we're, now we've found our rhythm. But... Um, but that's always been Shane. That's always been my wife and I's thing. That's always been the thing that's made me most proud about my wife and I. We don't, we're total opposites, but we will, it's effort. That's all I'm trying to get across to people. If you make sure the people in your life are at least somewhere in the same, whatever zone or universe as you, when it comes to effort, you know, mm. they don't have to be exactly like you, but make sure that they're at least you at, least have the have the 
just at least you have this peace of mind that the person that you give such a shit about and you love so much at least cares about you that much and is willing to give the effort to try and make things work with you. Cause there's so many, it's so pervasive. And that's another thing this pandemic has said is people are selfish wearing the mask and taking these precautions and the social distancing and, and changing up our way of life. It's a, it's a selfless act. Cause it doesn't, it, it, and, 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 Selfish people have really, really exposed themselves. Entitled people have really exposed themselves during this time. Like, <clears throat> you know, um, well, my wife's a nurse. So all of my bad habits and everything, because it's just us, she's regulating those. You know what I mean? She's like, oh, you can't be, you know. She's not going to be with a dude, like, just because we're in a pandemic, it's not like all of a sudden she's going to be like, you know what? It makes sense. You drink a bottle of tequila every night. Or you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? You are probably stressed out. It's okay if you drink a case of beer. No. You got to have people to hold you accountable and stuff. Just be like, no, I'm about to do the whole health thing now because I've had 80 days of just being like, a, what is going on? I'm freaking out. So I'm going to go into my health mode now because <clears throat> I didn't really realize it was going to go on this long. So, but now I've, I've seen, I've, I've seen people go into their health mode, just kind of to tag off of what you're saying. Yeah. And, and there's some people who are going to come out of this uh, COVID lockdown mandate, whatever, looking phenomenal, like yeah. celebrities, people losing a hundred pounds. I'm like, Whoa. Then I'll look at me. I'm like, Oh boy. No, no, no. I haven't done anything yet. My wife started this morning. My wife seriously spent all night in a tent with my children and then got up and did a workout in the living room. And she came and warned me. She goes, hey, if you hear a bunch of noises, I'm doing my workout in the living room. I don't wait because, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I'm gonna start soon. But like I said, I got this, this whatever, this neuropathy. It's weird, man, not having full sensation. Like my heel is numb on my left side. So stupid and weird. I'm just. <clears throat> well, that's a good thing that your wife is a nurse. She could she could tell you if it's serious or not. Dude, she suffers from compassion fatigue. She looks at me and like, is it broken? What's wrong? Does it hurt? Make an appointment. Are you injured or are you hurt? Yeah. Do you have pain? Okay, take a Tylenol. Go away. I'm like serious. <laughs> it's like. But. It's good though because. Man, I just feel bad for the babies, man. We just did Atlas. We did a drive-through graduation from preschool with, wow. with Atlas, and we had to do a drive-through graduation from first grade for Veda. Mm. Dude, my daughter shocked the hell out of us yesterday. We'd never seen her hula hoop, but they, I guess they hula hoop at school. Uh -huh. She can hula hoop for like a half a minute, like longer. She's like a natural hula hooper. <laughs> I was impressed. Nice. I was like, you know, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of drive-by weddings. Yeah. Uh, drive-by graduations. Birthdays. Birthdays. I'm super sad for all those folks who have gone through their entire scholastic career only to, you know, have a uh, a, a video uh, commencement, a Zoom meeting. It sucks. It sucks for them. No, it does suck. 
There's no way it doesn't suck, it's, but I mean, it's just... This generation of people... Dude, my grandmother was my best friend. And the reason she was my best friend, because I'd never met anybody that had the life experience that she had, that had the positivity and the brain that she had. She lived through the Great Depression and the Dust Bowl in Kansas. Wow. Okay? Like that's wow. some desolate, that's some desolate desperation living. Okay. Like, uh, so we haven't been through it. This generation, nobody, nobody, you know, like the old folks have, you know, like wartime, polio, all these people, but it's just, everybody's just showing how entitled they are right now. Yeah. This is, I mean, we can make it through this, but it's going to get, unfortunately, I mean, I posted the video of a doctor who flat out said, he was like, I'm just going to put it like this. He was like, we don't, there is no treatment. There is no vaccine. We don't know what we're doing. So we are trying shit out. So if you really got to go to the bar, you really got to go to the pool, you really got to go to the beach. Well, you're just volunteering to be the guinea pig that we try shit out on because we don't have this under control. You are signing up to be a guinea pig if you are doing risky or dangerous behavior. Now, I understand what everybody's talking about. All I hear, all I hear from people is cancer kills this many people, da, 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 everything, which is true. Like the lockdowns, they don't know what to do. We're trying to do what's best. Yeah. But, um, but the lockdowns are crushing people. Suicides are going through the roof. People don't know how to handle this. Uh, I mean, it's a whole it's a whole mental health thing now. Uh, you know, what I mean, yeah. uh, pe people are are you know their mental health is is being tested. They're they're lonely. They're depressed. They're bored. Uh, you know, they've watched everything on Netflix that you could watch. Yeah. And so I I understand, you know, when they say when they loosen the reins and 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 they're opening up pools. I understand that you want to get out and lay out in front of a pool and and, but to do what those folks did at the Lake of Ozarks in Missouri. Crazy. I've lived there. The bar that they were at was called Backwater Jack Jake's or Backwater Jack's or whatever. I used to wow. live there. I lived there for a summer when I was 23 selling timeshare, you know, when life was awful anyway, <laughs> but yeah, man, I, yeah, I'm so stupid. It's so backwards oh on a positive note these streets ain't ready my wife and my babies bought me a razor scooter yesterday uh oh yeah. so i'm prowling the streets on my razor scooter with my with my babies my babies and i have a scooter gang now it's awesome nice scooter yeah dude gang. scooter gang dude we were <laughs> what's funny is i was joking around and atlas wouldn't stop saying it we were rolling through we were rolling by ralph's and he kept uh -huh. going gang gang just being a <laughs> <laughs> just being stupid and these young kids like these young like high school age kids were like getting in their car and they could not stop laughing because they heard my little blonde haired pasty white four year old going gang gang because we were in the scooter gang <laughs> I was just being stupid but they they run with it and my video games have been saving me dude what's weird about these the scariest thing is kids like to watch people play video games. 
Right. And will you want to talk about feeling like a bad father? That's that's yeah. weird. That's kind of weird to me. But dude, I was okay. The other day, I literally had to write something that was asked of me for for payment, like work. Can mm-hmm. you please write this? Okay. Yes. So I needed at least an hour, an hour and a half, two hours. I put on some guy named Zebra Gamer, who is like kid friendly and stuff, play Luigi's Mansion 3 on the Nintendo Switch. And my kids watched this dude play through the whole game of Luigi's Mansion 3. They just stayed there, watched the whole thing. They just watched the whole thing. And they loved it. They didn't make any noise. I could get kids, but there are grown folks who were just like, Dude, when I was on the Carnival Cruise, when I, sorry, let's not, I don't know, whatever, who cares? (laughs) When I was working the cruise ships on breaks, the people from like Thailand and the Philippines and uh, people from India and stuff would be on their phones and I'd be like, what are you, what are you, what are you watching? And they're watching people play video games Mm. on their break. Like you get a 20 minute break and you're going to step out and watch somebody play video games for your break at work. I was like, hmm. Okay. That's what they would do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. hey, could be could be worse things to do, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there there could be tons of worse things to do. Like you know they you know that the government did just pass a thing where they can they can totally pull your uh pull all your social media, all your internet searching. They did that during the pandemic. They passed the thing. It's kinda like the Patriot Act. I don't know what it's called or whatever. I don't know the legal wording or whatever but yeah they can pull your so they can know what kind of porn all of us watch they can know i'm just saying all right i i, I think this is a great transition to the uh, letter of the day oh good good <laughs> the letter wow. of the day the dear brett letter by the way yep. i am not an expert this show is called i like some of you i am not an expert i am a man that's been with the same woman for 15 years i'm a professional comic i got two kids and I'm a stay-at-home dad. So everything I talk about is just off of experience. And I also admit that I'm wrong when I'm wrong. But anyway, hit me up. Send send your dear Bretts. Send your things you want me to talk about to my Instagram, Mr. Brett Riley, M-R-B-R-E-T-T-R-I-L-E-Y at Instagram. And follow us. Find us on Spotify and Anchor. I like some of you. Please spread the word because... Uh, Joe Rogan just signed a hundred million dollar deal, and I only need like—I don't even need a little bit of it. I just need a tiny bit. And my anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, what do we got? <laughs> All right. So this this is uh, letter says, dear Brett, I know you don't typically address these type of relationship topics, but this is a relationship topic for my blended family. Uh, these past several months have been challenging for my family as we've unfortunately lost unfortunately lost several family members. I know that one of the relatives was wealthy and it was brought up that he left nothing to his kids. My wife said that she subscribes to that same theory. She's adamant that she does not want to, that she wants to follow in the footsteps of Warren Buffett, Bill Gates, and celebrities like Jackie Chan, amongst others. She wants our girls to earn everything they get in life. I think it is our responsibility to our parents and to the ones that came before us to carry on the legacy. I don't mind giving my kids a little boost to help them on a family legacy. Maybe it's seed money for their company or a college fund. Uh, do, do us a favor, 
and let us know what you who you think is right. Sincerely, all money ain't good money. That's a long that's letter. Pretty, yeah, that's a long letter. But um, unfortunately, I do have. I went through that something like this that during this pandemic. My um, my dear uncle Richard um, passed away on the twentieth of March, and he was a very well to do guy he did leave he did leave money to take care of his wife and his kids but it was not what everybody was expecting mm. and the truth is is uh just well you just kind of i don't know that's something you guys have to come to together with i don't see making little spoiled entitled people doesn't seem like it's anything that benefits society or benefits them you know like we do, there are too many. There is a there is a certain part of our society that is people that are waiting for their parents to die so they can inherit the money, and therefore they don't go out and build. And there, they they don't go out and build in the world as if they sh as they should mostly. So there's got to be there's always an in between. There's always a compromise. Why not put? Why not put money in trusts that they can't touch until they're. 50? Why not put money in trusts that they can't touch it until they're 55, 60 years old? Allen Iverson would be completely destitute and broken completely if he had an agent or manager. I can't remember who did this for him, but they took a big majority of his money and made it to where he couldn't touch it until he was 50, 55. Wow. Because Allen Iverson did what Antoine Walker did, did what a bunch of these big athletes did and blew through their money, blew through their yeah. fortune. So you could look into something like that, you know, d um, a compromise where you put, you can leave money for your children, but put it in a trust to where they, you know, it helps them in their retirement, you know, cause retirement is going to, in and in, in, in all truth, <laughs> the way things are going, our money might be obsolete soon, you know, Gas got to zero dollars a barrel. Yeah. I mean, look what they're doing. They're printing money. They're they're making up stuff. I mean, we don't have we don't have money for healthcare, but they can come up with like trillions of dollars and yeah. you know what I mean? So they keep with this kind of behavior, it will invalidate the value of money. So uh the truth is kind of find a compromise i understand both i think both i think both trains of thought actually have validity that's all i'm saying so yeah they, yeah they're, they're uh it's 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 admirable on both on both ends yeah absolutely right and yeah. but more importantly guys we're all more alike than we are different the only thing that separates us is behavior be good to people and hold people accountable for their behaviors. My name is Brett Riley. This is I Like Some of You on Dash Radio, Dash Talk X. I, I, I Like Some of You with Brett Riley, where honesty is the best policy.